You're listening to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, episode 84. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, where growth and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha in our everyday lives. I am your host, Omileti Olubumi. Welcome to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. I am Omileti Olubumi. Thank you for spending some of your time with me to talk about all things Orisha, spirituality, and growth. So, Turn up the volume in your car. This is actually a really good episode for your earbuds because we're about to talk about some good stuff. Grab something good to drink, coffee or tea. I got water here. And let's chat. We are going to be talking today about Ori. And Ori talks are pretty vast. So I understand that This episode is not all incumbent, like it's not going to talk about every possible scenario, but we will be talking about how to begin to have dominion over your ori. And I realize that even that in itself is going to be really, really big. So we have put some bite-sized notes to get everyone started. Before we dive into the episode, let's check out today's sponsor of this episode. This episode is brought to you by Olubumi Creations. Love Orisha and Orisha things? Me too! This is why I created a space which is dedicated to creating Orisha things, from original artwork especially calligraphy and lettering pieces, which you can have on your walls. From the 16 Megis to sayings about the Orishas. How about having a great saying or your favorite art on a mug or a t-shirt? Because, well, why not? There are cards, decals, Orisha offering dishes, which are all made per order by hand. And look out for limited offerings. There is something for many of the Orishas. And if you don't see something, reach out and let's see what creative spiritual awesomeness we can create for you. Olubumi Creations was made because going to a store to get something for someone in the traditions was pretty much impossible. Or it's the same thing and the same art over and over. Check us out by going to www orishawisdom.com forward slash omileti O-M-I-L-E-T-I This is Orisha Art made by an Orisha worshipper for Orisha worshippers of the world with Olubumi Creations. Thank you for listening to this sponsor. I do hope that you check it out. And if you see something you'd like, get it. Now let's dive into this episode. The question is, how do you have dominion over your ori? And what the heck does that look like? Everyone is talking about it now. 
it's like, or read this or read that. But how? There are lots of answers. And if you're not sure about what Ori is, it is your highest self. It is your personal Orisha. And the quickest answer, so we're going to do like the quick, quick answer, is it starts and ends with your highest self. It's your heavenly support. The best way that I can explain it is you are in heaven or, you know, wherever that is. Let's just use the word heaven just to say it. And this is your essence. And then your essence, when you decide to come into the marketplace, which we consider earth down here where we live, we decide what we're going to work on. What happens is your main essence remains there. But there is a link that comes up to you here. But it's not something that you hear automatically all the time. However, it will support you on anything you want. And you wonder, but there are people that they're broke. And, you know, uh, they're still broke. Why? They haven't aligned their ori. But we've already spoken about this in past episodes about Ori. But let's get into the dominion of it. Because if it gets you what you want, but we're still having challenges, now what? Now, we have spoken about affirmations. If you haven't downloaded our affirmations, you can go to orishawisdom.com forward slash Ori and the number one, Ori one, and get it. And you can do meditations, you can do prayers, of course, you can do readings, which will, of course, will give you an abode to do a spiritual work. But what about when you are in the thick of it? Now, I'm going to tell you something. I wrote this episode a while back. I haven't been able to record it yet. And the truth is, it's because I'm in the thick of it. And I realized I don't think I'm ready to talk about dominion over anything when I don't have dominion over anything. I'm currently in the thick of it. What do I do? And I woke up this morning and I said, you know what? I am in the thick of it. But this is how you learn. You go through it and you do what you're supposed to do. And we're going to talk about that too. Now, when things are all good and all great is when you're like, well, I'm aligned with my Ori, everything is working out, life is peachy keen, right? And that's great. But when your world is falling apart, you're like, Ori, what? It's not happening, dude. We're not doing this. Even though you want to do something, it's like you can't. How, how do you move from there? Now, I'm going to tell you a quick story. I was in bed. I was not feeling good, going through some stuff, and I didn't even want to get up at all. And I'm like, you know what? Just shut the alarm. I can deal. It's fine. 
I know that I don't want to do that, but at that moment I really did because you don't want to deal. And when you don't want to deal, you don't want to deal. This is where on the inside of my mind, I heard a voice that sounded just like me. I'm not going to say the bad word, but you're going to figure it out. It pretty much said really loudly, get the F up out of bed now. I was like, wait, what? Right now. I didn't want to. But I have been doing work to inner work to help me go through challenges and go through conflicts and move forward. And funny enough, I didn't want to. Or we thought differently. And it wouldn't let me close my eyes or do anything else. Now, your goal, when you're starting out, your goal should not be, well, which Arisha is it that I have? And when am I going to get initiated and all of that stuff? Now, I understand if you're new, especially if you're new and you're still wondering those things. I never take that away from a brand new person because that is part of the excitement of early on. I get it. But it should not be your priority. I think the priority should be how to get to your destiny the quickest. And this involves your ori. Your ori is like the horse. And you are the horse cart driver. Okay? Your actions and reactions is what's going to drive your cart. And your horse is the one that's going to be in front, but you are in control of those reins. If... I would have let my Ori do its thing. It would have protected me, even from myself. And sometimes you are wallowing in despair and self-pity and blame and shame and guilt and Once you do that, your Ori is like, okay, well, I guess we're doing this. We're going to do despair and we're going to do shame and we're going to do guilt and we're going to do all of those things. And what it does is that they're like, well, since that's what you want, we'll take you that road and your horse will drive you to more despair, more guilt, more shame. So you are the one that is in control and for myself, for example, in that particular instance that I shared, I had to pull the reins like, yeah, I think you're right. I got to get up. I cannot stay here. And you have to have the courage to pull on the reins when things are spiraling out. Now, you think that I'm talking to you, right? You're like, yes, Omiletti, this is just what I wanted to hear. Truth is, this is not for you. This is for me. I need this. The thing is, is that a lot of us need this as well. So I'm speaking to myself. And hopefully, this is something that will resonate with you. We have to pull the reins 
when things are falling apart. I'm not saying don't feel it. You feel it. You will feel whatever it is. I used a lot of big words, despair, depression, um, guilt, shame, all of those things. But you okay? You're not okay, right? So we have to start doing things to get okay, to tell Ori, no, 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 this is not where we want to be. We want to go there. So you know what? We're going to continue to work because that's where we need to be. And we need to be because we're grateful that we're already there. We just haven't quite gotten there yet, but we really are there. Now, we're going to put this to everyday life. And I jotted down a few notes. And like I said, this is not for everybody. I feel that this is for me. But I also feel that others will be like, yeah, I get it. So number one, know that stuff will always come and try to derail you. There's always going to be something that's going to knock you off course and you might not make a good choice. And then you go down that road and that doesn't work. Then do you go back? You try again. Now, a lot of these things that come up are, are not done on purpose. It's not like Orisha is trying to get you and kill you. It doesn't work that way. It's the nature of life and it is things that you have done. And now you're walking this road. But just know that stuff, bad stuff, will always come and try to derail you. Another point that I have is know yourself. Do you tend to wallow in despair or get angry? Do you detach? Do you blame? Who are you? So this is the part, remember in the beginning where I said, you know, you should be honest. When stuff happens, how do you normally react? And go back and really see on how it is that you react. Some people address things right away. Some people write it down. Some people go to a therapist. Some people don't deal with it. Some people need time to process what it is that you do. Go into the past situations and take, like, start writing those things down. It, well, it doesn't have to be on paper, but start, like, really putting these in your brain. Now, here's the other part to that. So know who you are. Know how you've been. The next point is, who would you like to become? If you get angry, then do you want to be a peaceful person? I heard this story, and I'm going to give you the short version of it. There was this guy in some company. I don't remember what kind of company right now, but it was a guy in a company. He was really straggly kind of guy. And I think for some reason that they dealt with something of plumbing or something. And he was really straggly. And, you know, they go to a big company event and he's like, oh, ah, oh my God, that's so great. And I forgot what was it that they were selling, but they were selling some item for the home. And there was a guy who won like the award of the most sales or something like that. And the guy was like, wow, how do I do that? And he went and spoke 
to one of the, I guess, I'll just use company terms, like uh, one of the senior VPs or something like that. And he asked him, what do I need to do to become the person I need to be to get that award? Now, interestingly enough, it wasn't a how do I get, you know, like, how can I be just like him? It was more, what do I need to do to become the person that I need to become in order for me to get that award? And so the guy tells him some things and the guy was not dressed straggly anymore. The guy, you know, started working on his speech. The guy started learning about sales and all that stuff. And now he's wearing a suit instead of, you know, you know, just really comfortable clothes. And the guy started keeping a memo. The guy, you know, was keeping his car and all his files like it was just amazing. And he started changing and becoming this amazing executive that he was not when he started. And lo and behold, he won the award. I think uh, like a year or two later, he won that award and he won it again and he won it again because you have to know who you are you have to know who you would like to become. And that's, I think, those two, I think, are very, very hard. Another point, learn from the Orisha who has learned that particular lesson of what you're going through. For this episode, for example, Yemaya is resilient for me. So a lesson is never give up. That is one really like, whoa, she does not give up. So maybe go through that. Another one for me personally is, you know, Batala is patient and cool-headed. I am neither. I need to learn from the lessons of Orisha. Oshun is about self-love and the impossible. Self-love is something that I've struggled with for years. And if you do not have this, you do not have inner joy and you're not going to make the great decisions. So your horse is going to go down a really bad road. This one, as I'm saying it to you, I'm like, ah, sinking feeling because I understand how difficult this is. Do it anyway. Especially when you don't want. Just start. And I've mentioned it. I'm going through some stuff. I don't want to record. I don't want to talk. I just want to be inside. However, this episode absolutely came and um, I, I couldn't just wallow. And it's hard, but that is a part of life I feel. When you are going through something, when you are hurting, when you are angry, when you feel defeated, all of those things, you don't want to do it, whatever it is. But you're going to have to just at least start. I heard something recently. I've heard it before, but it just didn't sink in. You know how that goes. And it was just start five minutes to do the thing that you do not want to do. Just start for five minutes and see if you can do just those five. But what usually winds up happening is that now 
Yori is like, all right, I understand that we are in trouble. We're angry. We're mad. We're sad. We're hurt. But we're here to do this. So, okay, we're going to do this for five minutes. And then usually your mind was like, okay, we're going to do another five. We're going to do another five. And next thing you know, you've done 45 minutes of focused work. And at least those 45 minutes, you were not angry, mad, sad, or whatever it is that you were going through. Another one. Have a plan. For me, when the poop hits the fan... I don't want to do anything. I want to retreat and I go inward and I go back and I try to process, but my process time is really long. And I realized that today is a testament that I may have learned a couple of things. And even though when things are not right and you are not okay, But other people will always depend on you, your family, your children, your job, you know, your customers, clients, your bosses, your mother, your father. You have to have a plan. What's the plan? I used to have in my wallet, um, I don't have it anymore, I'm trying to think. But it used to be when the suckies hit. I got it from... A lady, she sold these planners that were very colorful and they were very cute and I used it a lot, but then I got tired because it was the same page over and over. And she had this printout and it said, when the sucky strike and you fill it out, like listen to music or read this book or call this person who supports you or go on a run or walk your dog or call mom, uh, watch this movie. So you have to have a plan. You do this by going back. What was able to pull you out? Did you go out with a friend and did you have a movie and not talk about the issue? Did you talk about the issue? Like what was it? You have to have a plan and build those better habits. And I'm going to tell you, it is not easy. It is very difficult when your heart is broken, when you feel defeated and you still have to get up and do things. I get it more than what you could possibly imagine. I absolutely get it. But you have to do. You have to still do it and you have to have your plan and then work on that plan. If you're in a spot that you're not in the thick of it, this is a great point for you. Start on good habits now to develop your muscles to prepare for when the poop hits the fan, when things happen. And in the morning, for example, I've spoken about it. In the morning, I have set up my phone That when I say good morning, it tells me a saying that I type to it and it goes straight to YouTube and usually it's a motivational video there, which I listen to. And I realized, for example, in the past couple of days, I have not done that. And I woke up this morning and I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. This is something I've done. It's familiar. And you go back 
and you listen to something motivational. And I was, I was listening to that. It was like the muscles have already started to develop. Okay, get up. You have this to record. You have been meaning to record this. You have not done it. Just get up and do it. Can't hurt. And even when I came to record it, so you know how I, I did the sponsor little, you know, <laughs> sound bite, right? When I went to press it, something happened and I guess I didn't record the whole thing and it was chopped off right in the middle. And I'm frustrated, I'm upset, I'm sad and I'm all those things and I had to take a deep breath, but that's okay. I'll just re-record it. And then it'll be there for the future. It's not bad. And once I started to record, it's like my smile came back. And I said, okay. And now I was able to record this episode that you are actually listening to. I'm going to go through the steps again because we're going to get ready to end this episode. But... Understand that your inner work is yours and yours alone. However, you can find the help that you need. So let's go through these steps that I wrote down. Know that stuff is always going to come down. When you think that things are going to be great, something is going to happen, or it's been a direct proportion of things that have happened and something is going to come to derail you. Know yourself. Know who you are and how you react to things. Find out who you would like to become and work towards becoming that person. Learn from Orisha that have been through something similar, which is great when you're learning about the Orishas as you're going along so that you know, ah, this person does this. Uh, well, not person, but this Orisha, this energy can help me with this because this or this is where I'm at. Do it anyway. I think that is also very difficult when you do not want to. When you feel you don't have the strength to do it, do it anyway. Have a plan. Have a plan. When things hit, what do you normally do? What must you do now? Have a plan. Start on good habits now. So when things really do happen, at least you're going to struggle, but you're going to have, I guess, a path, a plan of action. I think that's even better, a plan of action. Our job is to align our ores. Remember, I just put an example. It's like the horse. And sometimes the horse needs a vet. It gets a messed up leg. It needs to sleep. It needs a shot. It needs better food. What does that mean to us? Sometimes you might need a doctor, a counselor, a therapist, a reading, a coach, a group session, a friend exercise, better nutrition, better supplements, better habits, less TV, less social media. What is it that you might need in order to properly guide those reins? 
when you are in depression, anxiety, hopelessness, anger, self-sabotage, and guilt, shame, a lot of things that are self-destructive. It's hard. It's very difficult. But think about it like this. You want the horse to move forward and to move well, but it just can't. So you get help for it. You get whatever it needs. Whatever you need is what I'm trying to say. Whatever you need in order for you to get back on the rails. Because you're looking at your life unraveling and you're looking at it just fall apart. And you can decide, I'm going to go down with the ship or not. And your Ori is one that it will never just go down. It will only go down if you're like, okay, we're going to go down. I want to put this out there. There is no shame whatsoever in getting help. There's more than one type. It's not just about going to a psychiatrist. There are other ways of getting the help that you need and depending in the area that you need it. If it's nutrition, then you know where to go. If it is physical, then you know where to go. If it is medical, you know where to go. If it is mental, there are many, many, many ways to provide that help to you. And there is no shame in getting that help. Everyone has the power, the inner power to connect to the divine because they are linked to an essence that goes to heaven. And it must start with you. You hold the reins to steer or re in the direction you would like to go on. You are the one who has to have dominion over your ori. You've reached the end of this episode. It was a doozy, right? It makes you think. At least I hope it does. This episode, of course, was brought to you by Olubumi Creations. I would love for you to go out and get some fun Orisha merch. And I totally would appreciate it. There are t-shirts there and mugs and art that when they're sent out, it's sent out in beautiful photography paper. And I enjoy making that. And get yours. Get something for yourself or get as a gift and go to orishawisdom.com forward slash omileti. If you have found value in this content that I create, check out my Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash Iya Omileti and you will have access to podcasts before they are published and other perks such as exclusive content that is not heard anywhere. You know, not even my email community has access to that content. I love my email community. Plus, you will get kudos here on the podcast for the world to hear. Only if you are able to and if you want to come and support the Arisha Wisdom podcast, it really does help to keep up the costs of maintaining this podcast. I can't wait to see you there 
And I thank you in advance for your support as it will truly help the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. If you like this episode and you found it valuable to you and your spiritual growth, best thing you can do is to share this podcast episode so that someone else can get something out of it, especially this episode, because we all go through things. And like I said, I don't think this is going to be a just one-off. I think we may need to dive a little deeper because everybody wants Orisha this, Orisha that, and I get it. But an episode like this is something that you will use and you can link it to your spirituality, which I think makes it a lot stronger. If you get a couple of minutes, I would love for you to hop over to iTunes and leave us a review. I read each and every one of them and they give us the energy, the fuel to keep going and to creating more content for your spiritual journeys. And even though it may just be five minutes for you, but to me, it means the world. Of course, if you're on YouTube, like this episode, subscribe and click on that little bell icon so that you will be the first to know when there is a new video uploaded. Stay tuned for the next episode. Oh boy, the next episode, prepare yourselves. It's going to be long, but it's going to be so, so, so good. And it's going to be about what I wish I would have known. And actually, that's not correct. It's more of if I were to start all over in the spiritual path, what would I do differently? Or what would I do the same? Oh, it's so, so good. I can't wait. Until next time, may the elevated ancestors and all Arisha bless you immensely. Odabo. Thank you for listening to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Arisha Wisdom? Check us out at arishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Arisha and Ifa is all around us. Be blessed and until next time.